What's up, everyone? Welcome to This Day in Philly Sports History for April 9th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Good win for the Phils yesterday. Yes, I know it's the Reds, but it's kind of just what the, the doctor ordered for them. They didn't look good for the first eight and a half innings. Put together a nice little rally in the ninth. Bryson Stott knocking in Brandon Marsh for the, the winning run. But some key takeaways for that. Stott is, is red hot right now, and I think this is probably going to be more in line with the type of player he's going to be. I, he That Vegas pedigree, and I think if you look at once he was able to start playing full-time once Joe Girardi left, he's actually been pretty solid as a player. Uh, and now going into the season, knowing he's a starter and he's going to get those consistent at-bats, I, I think we're maybe not quite as hot as he's been to start this season, but I think he's going to be quality. And I think anything you're – and Brandon Marsh, the same way. Anything they're getting out of those guys right now is awesome because those are bottom-of-the-order guys. So if you can get, keep getting them to flip over to the Schwarbers, the Turners, the Castellanos, and then when he comes back, Harper, that's a good thing. Um all of a sudden, they're they're three and five, and yes, again, I know it's the Reds, but after that hard start, all of a sudden you're only three games out. It's still early in April. There's it's not time to panic yet. Guys are going to start getting healthy. You have Bryce coming back. Just breathe. We're going to be all right. It's only April, early April uh, to say. On top of that, uh, they are getting their National League Championship rings today, so that'll be a, a cool thing to see. Uh, we talked yesterday about the, the World Series rings, but always cool to see that happen. So I'll be tuning in. Flyers update, lost 4 nothing. They are currently still entrenched in that 26th spot. They only have three games left. I don't think it's a mathematical impossibility, but it's a very high probability that they will not be able to go any higher than 26th. Um, but they can, if things kind of break the right way with the schedule and, and depending on who's playing what, they could get down as low as 28. Uh, but, I mean, they're, they're three. It just seems for all intents and purposes they're going to be the 26th seed. But that still gives them a shot to, to win the lottery. Not a great shot, but uh, as we used to say back in the day, all you need is a buck and a little luck. So we'll see the Union. They lost again, one nothing. Currently sitting out of the playoffs, they're off to not. They're not off to a good start. Uh, it's like an MLS Cup hangover. Still plenty of season left for them. Hopefully, they're able to turn it around down there in Chester. All right, today we're going to go way, 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 way back to April 9th, nineteen thirteen, and the Phillies beat the Brooklyn Dodgers one nothing. Otto Knob scored the only run in the first when Benny Meyer, the Dodgers' right fielder, muffed a fly ball by Sherry McGee, uh, and it allowed Knob to sort of score. It was a runs only game or games only run, obviously. But the reason we're bringing this up is uh, it was a cold day in Brooklyn. It was 37 degrees, and one of the colder uh, opening day games ever. But more importantly, it was the opening day of the legendary Ebbets Field. Uh, it's where the Dodgers played for from 1913 to 1957 when they moved to L.A. Uh, nine World Series were played there. But for me, the the key thing on that is uh, growing up, I was always a huge the uh, story or fan of the story about Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier and just everything that he overcame and went through to 
put us to where we are, but that's where he played his first game where he broke the color barrier at Ebbets Field. Um, so that to me is, is really awesome. And just like City Field in uh, where the Mets play, they sort of uh, used Ebbets Field outside facade as sort of the blueprint for that stadium. So there's a lot of connections there. But Phillies won the first game ever at Ebbets Field, won nothing on this day back in 1913 when Otto Knob scored the game's only run. And too bad it was an error because Sherry McGee, unfortunately, did not get credit for the RBI. All right, let's go to today's Eagles draft pick spotlight. One of my uh, favorite players um, of all time. just And one of the most polarizing players, too, I think. Uh, but we're going to go Izell Jenkins today, the Wilson, North Carolina native, went to NC State. He was the Eagles' 11th round pick. In 1998, he was a defensive back. He went 288th overall. Uh, he had the the nickname Toast by a lot of fans back then. And and looking at it, I I don't know if it was entirely fair that he was known as Toast because he did play opposite of Eric Allen, who, in my opinion, should be in the Hall of Fame, and he's not yet. Uh, but Izell played from 88 to 92 for the Eagles. Uh, 1989 was his best year. He started 13 games, had four interceptions, uh, finished out his career in 93, split some time between the Giants and the Vikings. But again, I don't know if it's fair to call him toast when you're playing opposite a Hall of Famer. And it kind of made me start thinking, and, and I might have, because it's going to get when things start dragging in the dog days of summer, I'm looking for just different ideas for topics for us to talk about, uh, especially on back to the future. And I'm thinking about this, like it's kind of like a, would you rather, or what if, um, or what is best. And Izell Jenkins possibly, and I, I don't even want to call him the worst player, but he could have been the worst player on one of the best defenses ever which that still should raise his stock somewhat, or is it better to be the best player on a bad team? So I, I, I don't know. But if you think about it, Izell Jenkins was widely considered by a lot of people to be the weak point of that Eagles defense. Uh, that's where he got the nickname Toast, but nobody ever threw to Eric Allen. And he even said he hated the nickname because he's like, oh, if somebody gets a catch on Eric Allen, it's like, oh, Eric Allen must have slipped or, or played it wrong. Where when it happened to him, he was like, oh, I got burnt. I, my nickname's Toast. But it's something to really think about as you go through your Sunday and as you're having your Easter dinners, just bring it up. Um, is Izell Jenkins really that bad or is he a product of that defense being that good so he appeared bad? And keep in mind, the guy was an 11th round draft pick. So it's not as though he is... Like he came with a high pedigree, but Izell Jenkins is our draft pick spotlight for today. One of, like I said, one of the most polarizing guys, and everybody knows Izell Jenkins. Um, and most of the time, when you mention Izell Jenkins, somebody will say toast. Uh, but he was the Eagles' 11th round pick in 1988. Played cornerback opposite of Eric Allen. On this day, back in 1913, the Phillies beat the Dodgers one nothing in the first game ever at Ebbets Field. 
Phil's looking for the sweep today against Cincinnati. And I did want to mention one thing. The rumors are starting to come out now that the Eagles and Jalen Hurts could be close to a deal. Uh, everybody's saying it's looking to like a team, which everybody says it's a team-friendly deal. I don't know how team-friendly it is because all the money is still guaranteed. But he's signing like a similar deal to Patrick Mahomes. Or everybody's expecting him, I should say, to sign a deal similar to that where it's more years uh, so it spreads the cap hits out, which allows them to do more as a team. And, I mean, yes, it's a business. Yes, it's their job. Yes, they want the money. But he's getting the guaranteed money. So no matter what happens to him, he's getting paid. Why not help the team out so they can sign players and you can be competitive? And I think that's the difference between guys like Mahomes and Hurts and maybe a guy like Lamar Jackson, where Lamar Jackson wants all this money guaranteed, blah, 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 blah. And Hertz is like, yeah, pay me, but I also want to win. And I think there's just some of those differences in mindsets with some of the players. And look, this is coming from a guy who doesn't have the athletic ability to even be thinking about being in that conversation. But it's something to think about. And there you go. There's your, your bonus topic for the dinner table today. Is, is Isel Jenkins a product of being the worst player of the best team? Or would you rather be the best player? player on a bad team and then is it better to to make some a little bit less money but have it guaranteed to be able to win or should you just go and get whatever you can guaranteed all the time a la lamar jackson something to think about let me know in the comments send me messages whatever you need to do uh this has been this day in philly sports history i'm jim montgomery go have yourselves a sunday and until next time i'll see you when i see you